0: If your
1: credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800 404 That's 800 404 Consolidated Credit Counseling Services, Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313, not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission, DC32.
5: Coast and Boulder to Boulder on TuneIn, iTunes, of course, Puckshoe.com Today we've got a uh, great guest patiently waiting on the telephone, and we are going to go to them right now. Uh, give us a little bit on your background. Uh, give us a, an introduction, my friend.
6: Uh, hi, I am Ethan Scott. I have the Spider Hole. Now, uh, I'm out of Phoenix, Arizona.
5: Now, tell, tell me a little bit about the Spider Hole, man.
6: Uh, well, we're kind of a goth, rock, alternative, hybrid uh, influences from, like, uh, Tom Waits and Primus, The Doors, etc. Uh, we've been dumbing around here for going on over 20 years since we were high school kids. And, okay. uh, yeah, we, <laughs> I'm really bad at this. I, I should not be the guy well, telling. <laughs> how,
5: how, how did you guys get started as a group? Tell me about that.
6: Uh, let's see. Uh, me and the bass player, we were uh, best friends in high school, and uh, I was probably about 17 years old when we started uh, jamming together and started pulling people in around us. And, uh, me and the bass player, my best friend, we've been, we've been solid uh, since we were kids. And We, uh, we just wanted to do a, a weird band. We wanted to hear the music that we weren't hearing and, and uh, play the music we wanted to play
5: fantastic fantastic we've got the uh, the band spider hole with us today they join us live here in a broadcast and they have uh, recently put together a uh, fantastic uh song called the leviathan stomp tell us about the leviathan stomp
6: well the title actually comes from uh my guitarist making a joke when we heard uh, we were in a rehearsal space uh, which was in the second floor of the rehearsal building and um we heard some footsteps from my bass player, and uh, we said, "Oh, is that is that Jersey's coming up the stairs?" And then uh, Keelan, the guitarist, says, uh, "says Now that doesn't have Jersey's uh, Leviathan Stomp." And I said, "Oh, that's the title of the next song, right there." And you uh, tell with the uh, melody in a story uh, about a, a family with a, a secret deformed son that they keep locked up in the basement, and uh, eventually one day the son breaks free and gets its revenge. Yeah, uh, the whole album's about monsters. So that—that's that particular human monster in that in that tune.
5: Fantastic. So talk to me a little bit about the writing process, production process, and everything for this album.
6: Uh, writing usually will begin with uh, and a story idea or a melody, and then kind of put them together. I, I write the lyrics. And uh, I usually will have most of a, a song finished as far as being able to sing it from beginning to end. And uh, it's sort of a backwards way, as I understand it from other bands. This is what I've, I've done since I was a kid, is uh, I just write the songs, Flight I sing them to the guys, fancy. and then we all together kind of figure out how the instrumentation is going to go and uh, and how it's gonna rock from beginning to end. And uh, so that was no, no different on this album when we just, uh, we'd all come together and, and sing along and rock along, and everybody had input on everything. We are very collaborative uh, once the, the music starts getting written. And um, then we hooked up with our, our friend who's uh, an audio engineer, does a lot of our live shows, and also does production. His name's uh, Jeffrey Robins, and uh, tapped him to produce the album and, and record an engineer. He also contributed a lot of uh, the, the synth and uh, electronic programming. And, uh, yeah, yeah that's the that's the short
5: story fantastic we have got the spider hole with us today Leviathan Stomp is the latest from them we're going to play that here in just a few now uh, how do we find you guys on social media Uh,
6: we we're on Facebook uh, look for the spider hole on Facebook facebook facebook.com backslash the spider hole Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram but uh uh, we got to get better at the Twitter and the Instagram. We're old dudes. Uh, Facebook is really where we do the most updating, um, and we're also on Bandcamp. If you want to get a hold of any of our catalog even physical CDs or downloads, uh, the spiderhole.bandcamp.com. uh Even have our graphic novel up on there that we just put out along with the uh, with the CD. You can order that.
5: Now, talk to us about the graphic novel.
6: Sure. Uh, So it's a companion piece to the album. It's also called To the Monsters. It has uh, four short stories. It's a a horror anthology. Uh, One story for each of the the band members. We each get our own tale. Uh, It takes place over the course of one Halloween night, each of us individually confronting our greatest fears. And um, we we actually talked about it beforehand. All the stories were were written together. Like I, I, I wrote... Each one with each band member, and talked to all of them about what makes them most afraid, what would be the most terrifying situation in your life, and we developed it from there. And then uh, I illustrated all but one of the stories myself, which I outsourced to a a friend who helped me. uh, I just didn't have time to get (laughs) the fourth one done; I was running out of time, so I hired hired a friend. Uh, But yeah, it's it's a really cool piece. I've been wanting to do uh, a Spider-Man comic book. Uh, forever, I mean, I, and I've had so many false starts, even the Spider Hole saves Christmas, and uh, uh, <laughs> so many of them, and uh, to finally have this done as a companion piece to the album is, is a, to me, one of my uh, hugest accomplishments as, as the band, in the band.
5: We have got the Spider Hole with us today. They join us live here in a broadcast. Now, um, what, what's some of the goals for the band for the rest of the year?
6: To, uh to piggyback on tour with uh, somebody who's got uh, a following that's kind of in our in our uh, wheelhouse you know it'd be great to tour with Lords of acid or Voltaire uh, we find that when we when we open for national acts uh, we usually get a lot of uh, attention from from their fans and pick up a lot of new followers and uh, and I know that's not some uh, really uh, groundbreaking strategy there but uh when we we do on our own we could pick up a few here and there when we were kind of our, our own thing um but we just love to, to to piggyback with somebody so that's our goal this year is to find a, a good tour to get on uh and just kind of grow our fan base that way
5: now uh talk to us about uh, where we can uh, pick up your music
6: uh, well, you can, you can contact us on Facebook, or as I said before, uh, it's all available on Bandcamp. Uh, and you can, get the, you, you can get downloads, you can stream for free, you can pay to download the, uh, the high-quality uh, songs, or you can even order physical CDs through there.
5: Fantastic. Well, uh, before we let you go, um, talk to us about some of the reviews you've gotten on the music so far.
6: It's been overwhelmingly positive. And, and uh, what's great is, we've been, like I said, we've been around for a long time. So while we don't have like an army or a legion of fans, we do have a, a lot of very loyal people that have been listening to us for, for several years. And it's always nerve-wracking when you put out a new album, especially if you have a little bit of a, a new direction. Uh, you know, With our new guitarist, we have a lot more guitar solos on this album. It's a little heavier than before. And uh, to find that, that the old fans... We still love what we're putting out, and and nobody's really been like ah, you know we like the first two albums, but this one's a little little different, a little weird. We don't care for it. We, you know, a lot of really great feedback. So we're we're making making new fans, and uh, the, the reviews have been really good. Uh, Tag publicity, who we work with, has been getting us some excellent feedback, and uh, yeah, no, it's just it's just really cool to know that uh, we're we're still going forward and we're still doing well, and. and probably even improving on what we've done before
5: good stuff well we're gonna play leviathan stomp and uh, i appreciate you making time for us today thanks for coming on man oh thank you my pleasure definitely we'll talk to you soon there they go and here we go
4: He's dreaming Let's <laughs> light
0: This is a public notice from Citizens Disability. If you are one of the millions of Americans who are disabled and unable to work, you may be entitled to disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. You suffer from. A- eligible for disability benefits, many that you may not be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Citizens Disability today. Again, that's 800-504-1639. 800-504-1639. That's Citizens Disability. 800-504-1639. Call Citizens Disability today. Again, that's 800-504-1639. 800-504-1639. That's Citizens Disability. 800-504-1639.
5: Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are on iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com today as well Check out amfm247.com for more information. And we have got a great, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Bob Larson is with us. He is got a fantastic project we're going to talk about here in just a few moments. And uh, along with Benjamin Powell uh, are the authors of Socialism Sucks, Two Economists Drink Their Way Through the Unfree World, and uh, they join us live here on our broadcast. Bob, first of all, tell us a little bit about this book.
7: Well, Ben and I are academic economists, and we write a lot of articles that, well, to be honest, no one reads. So after three um, long careers, we decided to write a fun, popular book that hopefully people would read, and the title gives it away. We basically went and traveled all around the world to Venezuela, Cuba, China, North Korea, uh, border of North Korea, and we drank a lot of beer along the way. So the book is basically the stories we uh, we picked up on these travels
5: now uh, why did you guys uh decide to write this book after after, after doing all this
7: well we wanted to write off our taxes uh obviously uh in all seriousness you know there's just so much discussion about uh socialism right now uh, everyone from bernie sanders uh to well to everybody and. And, you know, what we saw was a lot of misconceptions. We saw a lot of people talking about socialism and saying things like, Sweden is socialist. And, um, you know, I've been to Sweden, and it's not socialist. You've been to Sweden, uh, you know, those are private cars and private companies, and the grocery stores are privately owned, and the food is raised by owners, the farmers on their own farms, and Volvo is a private company, and so forth. Sweden's got a lot of taxes, and maybe higher taxes than I would like. but. It's not a socialist country, so we wanted to travel to actual socialists, either current or or former, and try to kind of clear the air a little bit.
5: We have got a great guest with us today. Bob Larson joins us here in our broadcast, talking a little bit about uh, a book that he co-authored. It's a, a fantastic read. Now, tell us about the writing process for this book.
7: Well, basically, Ben and I would go someplace. So take take an example. We went to Cuba. Uh, we had no real plan. We just sort of went. And our basic basic modus operandi was drink beer, walk around, drink more beer, walk around, rinse and repeat, talk to many, as many people as we could, and uh, just try to, try to, in fact, we used beer as a sort of metaphor through the book for how these countries were operating. So in Cuba, for example, there's... Uh, you know, it's a central, its a centrally planned economy. A few people in bad suits in Havana sort of decide what gets done in the whole country. And those guys have decided that there's only going to be two kinds of beer for the whole country. There's a Cristal, it's like a light beer, and then a Bucanero, it's like a darker beer. They really taste about the same. And so, one of the things you find in socialist countries is that the products that you get are the products that the planners decided to make and if they decide to make only two types, well, sucks to be you, <laughs> you just get two types of beer. Uh, in a market economy like the United States, of course, uh, private people decide what kind of beer to make, and thankfully, they make all kinds of good beer for us here.
5: We have got Robert Larson with us today, Benjamin Powell as well, the authors of Socialism Sucks to economists, Drink Their Way Through the Unfree World. They join us today here on our big broadcast. Now, um, what, what are some of your goals for this book?
7: Well, to get rich. No, seriously, uh, we, uh, you, know, um, you know, I, I, I hope the, the title isn't too off-putting. You know, one of my goals is to have uh, young people who um, listen to uh, Bernie Sanders and AOC. And, you know, they identify, I think, a lot of real social challenges and some social injustice in the world. And I'm kind of a libertarian. I actually have a a lot of sympathy for a lot of these socialist kids that have uh, sort of bonded around uh, Bernie. But our goal really is to hopefully get a small portion of them to read this book and, and, and get them to realize that, yeah, there are real problems in the world, but everywhere that's turned to socialism as a solution to those problems, in every case, and for very good, sound reasons, in every case, those countries have ended up in absolute disaster. We saw it in... Russia, we saw it in Mao's China. We've seen it in Cuba, and we're seeing it go on literally right now in Venezuela. So, uh, socialism sucks, and people need to, you know, to know it. it it's not the antidote to the problems. The problems that people see are real, but socialism is not going to solve those problems.
5: Now, uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing?
7: Well, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, number. I mean, hopefully. You know, economics is sometimes called the dismal science, uh, not not for the reason people think, but it is kind of a dismal science. Uh, you know, it's boring. If you've never had an economics course, there's lots of graphs and geometry and shaded in areas, and if you take advanced economics, it turns into calculus. Uh, it's a pretty dismal, dull, boring, and, and antiseptic uh, field. Uh, and what we wanted to do is to, to, to make our writing kind of Anthony Bourdain style, but Milton Friedman's substance. We wanted to to marry the, the the hard the hard science of economics, but we wanted to do it in a in a way through through storytelling, through our observations, of basically street observations, level observations, and hopefully that 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 writing style will will reach people who who frankly were turned off in their economics classes when they took it in to university or in high school.
5: We have got a great guest with us today, joins us live here in our broadcast. Uh, Bob Larson is with us. He's got a fantastic, fantastic book out there. Now, um, what what, what, are some of the things, some of the different uh, critiques and reviews, criticisms that you've gotten in the book so far?
7: Well, the books uh, haven't come out yet, so I haven't got a lot of uh, reviews yet on on Amazon or what have you, but... Um, we've, 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 uh, one of the things we did is we beta t- tested this with uh, colleagues and students and, and others, and we've, we've had a lot of good reviews from them. Uh, you know, the project is, was about a three-year project, so what we see today is very different than what we what Ben and I started with. Um, it's a little cleaner now, I must say. Uh, uh, the bad word language in, is minimized. It's not gone completely. But, uh, you know again, we we wanted to make this a kind of unvarnished uh, look at, at our our travels. Um, you know, one of the things that that uh, came out of the the review process was we didn't have a good way to end the book. we We just sort of ended it and there really wasn't a good ending. And someone suggested that we go to the Socialism Conference in Chicago in the United States. And that was turned out to be a really good way for us to end the book because we did all these travels, to all these other socialist countries. And the U.S., of course, is not a socialist country, but there are these socialists in America who would like the U.S. to be socialist. So we, we went to the conference. We signed up and attended and then respectfully uh, talked to them. And, and that, that's one of my favorite chapters. It's one of the last chapters. It's actually the last chapter in the book is, is talking to American uh, socialists. And uh, they're, they're not evil. Uh, I, I most of them, anyway, aren't evil. And uh, it was a really good experience for me.
5: Well, uh, before we let you go, how do we find you on social media, websites, all that?
7: Well, uh, you know, use the uh, search engine, the Google or whatever you use. Uh, social stuff is pretty easy. Nice thing about the title. But we're on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and everything. You pre-order right now. It's coming out in a few weeks.
5: Good stuff. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, my friend. Thanks for watching. Thank you. There he goes, Bob Larson. We've got more coming up. On the other side, it is the world-famous Chicken Jaguar Radio broadcast coast-to-coast coast and Baller the Baller back here in a few
2: Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free
3: ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-809-5785. That's 1-800-809-5785.
5: Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are Coast to Coast, Border to Border on iHeartRadio. AMFM, 247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and of course, Radio Loyalty. We have got a great guest on the line, and we're going to go to the telephones. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Tell us a bit about yourself.
8: Well, good morning or good afternoon, where you are there, James. I'm Catherine Alford. I am, as you can probably hear from my accent, Aussie born and bred, now residing in LA. Uh, in beautiful marina del rey and i'm a exceptional performance coach trainer personal and professional sorry personal and professional development trainer and i'm also the author of a number one best-selling book called become your number one fan how to silence your inner critic and live the life of your dreams
5: so tell us why you decided to write this book
8: ah that's an awesome question thank you for asking that one i was a reasonably confident and extremely confident young woman running a very successful school of performing arts back in australia and in my early 30s i thought i had met the man of my dreams but he turned out to be my biggest nightmare which is usually the case in hindsight turned out to be the biggest gift but at the time it certainly didn't feel like it um, he, he, have you heard of the term two timing somebody?
5: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Yes. So he, so he, three timed me. <laughs> he was, he was, told me he was still just friends and living under the same roof as his ex, but in actual fact, he was still in relationship with her. He was dating me, and. He then went off to have voice lessons and was actually dating his voice coach as well. And I actually asked him many times, so what exactly is the nature of your relationship? And he lied blatantly to me, he said it's all professional. I got a twist in the gut, which I tend to do if someone is lying, and I'm sure some of your listeners can relate. And But I, I love this man, so I wanted to believe him, and I did ultimately he dumped me married her three months after dumping me wow. we all went off yeah we all went off to business school for entrepreneurs in hawaii and there they were the happily married couple in my faith <laughs> um went back to sydney was also enrolled in a six-month program called training to train and guess whose study group i was in
5: Well, uh, we have got a great guest with us today joins us live here in our broadcast Coast to Coast, Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, and Radio Loyalty Now, um, what do you want readers to take away from your writing?
8: I think the biggest thing that I certainly didn't know when I was suicidal all those years ago was that we all have an inner critic I didn't realize I thought I was the only one The great news is it is more than easily uh, changed into your own personal cheer squad. It doesn't have to reside in your mind that way. So for me, one of the things I love to do is share four ways that you can actually turn your actual inner critic into your own personal cheer squad so that can you imagine what your listeners are going to be able to do when they have a cheer squad cheering them on instead of that voice that chastises them and tells them they're not clever enough, pretty enough,
5: you know, whatever, good enough. We have got a a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on a broadcast. Coast to Coast, Border to Border, iHeartRadio, AM, AM, FM, 20Ball7.com. And uh, so with with this book, uh, talk to me about some of the reviews you've gotten on the book so far. Gosh, people say that it's a game changer.
8: Other people have said to me, this is the secret... To implementing the the secret uh, which is quite a famous book around the law of attraction you know, what I have found and, and people have said to me is that they can do affirmations, they can do vision boards they can do all sorts of things but until they actually learn to love themselves from the inside out then they're never really going to achieve the things that they want in their life. So people are saying to me that you know, this book really was transformational for them.
5: We have got a great guest with us today, joins us live here in a broadcast, and uh, a fantastic guest with us today. Now, um, take me through the writing process for this book.
8: Gosh, that actually took a few years, to be honest. I had already written a a book which I recorded as an audio book called Positive Ways to Transform Your Day, but this one really evolved over a period of probably about mm, I want to say maybe two and a half years Um, I was busy speaking and coaching and training and working on it you know in in pieces it actually flowed from me because it was my experience of how I transformed my life but it's just a case of actually fitting it into a busy schedule
5: We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in the broadcast. Now, um, with the book, what are some of your goals for the book?
8: My goal in writing this book was to actually teach people. The first half of the book is all about cleaning out the crap. It's cleaning out. I use the analogy, it's like when you have that are broken, if you have a toilet that's blocked, the plumber comes, they put down the eel or the snake, I think you call it here, and they'll tell you what is stopping it from flowing correctly and then they will clear it. So the first part of the book is all about clearing out all of the limiting beliefs and behaviours that your listeners have actually taken on board It's not necessarily true, in fact, probably not at all true. And then the second part of the book once we've actually cleaned all of that out and replaced it with empowering beliefs and behaviors, then is the manifestation process of how they can get busy creating all of the things that are their deepest desires.
5: We've got a great guest with us today here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast, Border to Border, in iTunes, and TalkShoe.com. Now, um, this book, absolutely, absolutely incredible um Where do you see this book going for you?
8: Uh, it's actually featured in the storyline of a Hollywood movie called Butterfly Court, which is about three aspiring actresses wanting to make it in the competitive grind of Hollywood. Um, and really it, it's opened so many so many amazing opportunities for me, but for me it's about, really getting it out to as many people on the planet so that we can have happy, fulfilled people living the life that they really do deserve to live.
5: Well, thanks for being with us. We appreciate the time.
8: My absolute pleasure.
5: We're going to take a time out cabagabal.
0: call citizens disability today again that's 800-504-1639 800-504-1639 that's citizens disability
5: 800-504-1639 wow wow oh wow it is the world famous Chiggy jaguar radio broadcast coast to coast and border to motor on tune in itunes radio loyal team we are going to call Dr. Marilyn Scott and get her in here. We're going to attempt to get Dr. Marilyn Scott. Hello? Hello, Dr. Marilyn Scott. It's James Lowe calling you for your yes, radio interview.
2: How are you? so
9: sorry, James. Not a problem.
5: Not a problem. How are you, Dr. Marilyn Scott?
4: You
9: see? i am doing well james how are you pretty
5: good actually now uh dr Marilyn scott talk to us a little bit about your latest project with us
9: well i just james i just finished writing two books hardest thing i've ever done in my life um i'm known as the be amazing doc where i motivate people i write the amazing posts on my facebook page every day and one day I went to a conference. How to write your book in three days? I wrote my book in—I wrote seventy-five percent of my book in three days. Came home, finished writing it, got a proof, didn't like it, and I met my coach. And my coach's name is Ron Klein. His wife, Arlene, is my editor. And um, Ron Klein's the—he's an icon. He's the one that created the magnetic strip on the back of your credit card. Wow! And. Yeah, and he said, we can do better. So we did better, and my book, Be Amazing, Powerful Results Are Just a Leap Away, came out exactly four months after I started it. So I was doing book launches with that, and I do a lot of public speaking and teaching people, counseling, coaching people how to, how to be amazing, how to do your thing, you know, how to, how to just bring yourself up from the bottom of the pit and um so then um about three weeks after i wrote that book my editor called me and she says marilyn you have to write another book and i said arlene don't you know we just wrote a book she says yeah but you got to write another book because you're on a high and you have to write another book and i didn't know what to write well i've been a naturopathic doctor for over 40 years so i spent some time with ron and arlene in september and pulling it all together for a healthier you is over 40 years of modalities that i have used in my practices and it talks about homeopathy and herbology and aromatherapy and all the natural stuff that can help you feel better now i know there's times when people let those illnesses and challenges go beyond natural health and they have to go the western medicine route but if you can catch it in time which is important and I, I encourage people to do it, um, they can pull their health together and they can do it naturally. So that's what I've been doing. I'm um, not working on a book right now. I'm working on some workshops pertaining to my book and seminars. And my first seminar for this particular book, Pulling It All Together for a Healthier You is gonna be in about 12 days. Wow. Thirteen days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. So I'm working on the seminar and the webinar. It's not a webinar. It's a seminar slash workshop. People and we're talk going to be talking about breathing because people do not know how to breathe, meditation because people don't spend time doing it, and aromatherapy because with the aromatherapy it's easier to meditate and. The breathing makes it a whole lot easier.
5: Okay, let, so let's, let, let, let's start there. Talk to me a little bit about the fact that people don't know how to breathe.
9: They don't know how to breathe. Do you know, James, that 90 percent, 90 percent of the people who go to the doctor who are really sick. I mean, they're really sick. they have high blood pressure, cholesterol problems, diabetes, heart problems, congestive heart failure, COPD. 90% of the people who go to the doctor, it's because they're under stress. They're under stress. They don't know how to handle their stress and they don't know how to breathe. So I teach people how to breathe by breathing through your diaphragm. I have a degree in vocal performance, so I know how to breathe. I've been singing all my life. You breathe through your diaphragm, not through your lungs. And you, when you're breathing through your diaphragm, your diaphragm expands and then you Breathe through your you inhale through your nose and you exhale through your mouth. And you do it slowly, like to a count of four. Relax and visualize your whole body just relaxing. Just loosen up, just like you're a ragdoll. Pretend you're a ragdoll, like a yes. raggedy ant. Yes. And when you start breathing like that, you get that aha feeling, that aha motion that, oh my God. I'm starting to feel better. I'm not as tense. I put all my tension in my back. You know, that's where, that's where my tension goes. And, um, you know, if I go to get acupuncture or whatever and somebody's working on my back, say, oh my God, Dr. Marilyn, your back is so tense. That's where I put it. And I have to remember to breathe and take time to breathe. Everybody should do it in the morning once before you even hit, your feet hit the floor. It is so important to start breathing, so important. Because if you don't breathe right, you're going to be under stress. When people are under stress, they don't take time for themselves. I have, what I have done, this is the practice I'm doing right now, because yesterday I was really, really busy, and it's like, Marilyn, take a break, sit down and breathe, take 10 cleansing breaths, and you can go on. That's what you have to do. Learn to love yourself. Learn to recognize the fact that you're under stress, that your whole body is tensing up, like... Really bad, you know, almost like stretching like a rubber band. So, and people don't know how to breathe. They say, Well, I breathe in and out. It's like, Yeah, but do you really know how to breathe? Do you really know how to cleanse, do cleansing breaths to keep you going, you know, to get you relaxed so you can recharge yourself? Proper breathing helps recharge yourself. And it also helps reset what's going on in your body. So you can press reset by just stopping for a minute and saying, I need to do this for me. Because in order to get through a stressful day, you have to think of yourself first. And that's basically what I tell people that they need to do because we we live in such a stressful environment. News is bad, you know, um the news everything is negative we live in such a negative society i try i bring the positiveness in people i started writing the be amazing post over two years ago i'm very intuitive and my intuition said just start writing be amazing posts well i don't ask my intuition anything because they know me better than i do my intuition really does and if you work on your intuition people say well i don't have intuition you're born with intuition you have to work on it you have to open up your mind open up that chakra in your in your head your crown chakra your third eye chakra and listen you know when you go down the road and you hear oh you shouldn't go that way and then you you go that way and there's an accident and, up and, the and and the I'll tell you
5: you you are uh, you hit that right on the head my friend because there are several times in the past where I have had uh, instances where like uh, for instance I walk up to a door and I get ready to go in and I have this feeling where it's like don't go in there don't go in there don't go in there and I'm like yeah uh, screw you so, <laughs> so I go in uh-huh. and then and then it is just... Bad, bad stuff happens from beginning to end. Yep, bad mojo. I
9: call it bad mojo. You know, when you don't listen to your intuition. Like I said, James, your intuition knows you better than you do. Yes. They have paved that road for you before you even got there. Why do you think they're telling you that? That's what I believe. You know, and I think a lot of people believe that because they'll say, Marilyn, you're right. You know, I shouldn't have done this um i was in an accident or i shouldn't have eaten this and my intuition said no you shouldn't eat that and they got sick it's absolutely amazing listen if you love yourself enough you'll be breathing you'll take time to breathe you'll take time to de-stress only takes two minutes to de-stress not even that long Sometimes I take five minutes. It takes, give yourself the time to de-stress. And another thing I've been doing, I have been being, becoming more organized. I'm around all these people right now that are organizing. Organizing people. They say, no, don't do this. You know, I have also found that counsel is better than opinion. Don't ask for somebody's opinion. That's their opinion. <laughs> ask for counsel. Awesome. Really, that's their opinion. It's very subjective, Right. It's not objective. You're asking their opinion, and they're going to say, well, you won't be able to do that, so what do you do? You don't do it. You know, I wrote two books in one year, two books. I don't know how, and I just, I kept pushing. I kept pushing, and my editor and my coach kept inspiring me and motivating me. When you surround yourself with people like that, you work your tail off, but it's not as hard as what everybody thinks. You know, surround yourself with people who are going to inspire you, with people who are more successful than you are. That's who you want to be, in, that's who you want to be around. So they can teach you and counsel you on how to do what they're doing, you know, how to, how to handle your, your day better. People say to me, well, Marilyn, I just can't get anything done. And I look at them, I say, I got the same 24 hours you got. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with your 24 hours? I got the same amount. It's what you do with those 24 hours that counts. If you're going to sit there and eat bonbons all day and watch soap operas in the afternoon, yeah, you're not going to get anything done. And years ago, I did that. Yeah, I've done all that stuff. You don't know, really, in my opinion, you don't know how to be organized until you're unorganized. And then you can get organized because you've got to bring yourself up from the bootstraps. I've had to do that several times. My first book is basically my life. I went out on a limb and talk, talked about what, I was, what was going on in my life. I'm an emotional eater. And I put that in there and I needed help. So I went to uh, a physical, physical trainer and did some training with her. And you know, when I, when I went to an allergist last year, my, my son, he's allergic to some things and he knows I'm allergic to more things than mom. Please go to an allergist promise me you'll go to an allergist. I said, okay, so when I got home from California last year, I went to an allergist. He took all my fun food away. He took my almonds away, my ice cream, my milk, my cheese. I can't do cheese because I'm, I'm allergic to mold and cheese is a mold. And he took all my fun food away. And then in December, my pants were starting to fall down on me. And in December, a friend of mine said, get on the scale, Marilyn, and I said to her, oh, my God, I can't get on the scale. That's like climbing Mount Everest barefoot. I can't do that. She said, get on the scale and just take a picture of your weight. Like, really? So I got on the scale with my eyes closed. had my phone with me. I opened my eyes, and I weighed 22 pounds less than I did in August. I've now, since August, lost 55 pounds.
5: Amazing. 55
9: Amazing. and I, I and occasionally i you know go off the binge but I, ha- I do have an eating problem I am an emotional eater so um, I have to be very careful with that to make sure that I'm not eating stuff that is going to make me sick and I'm not sitting in front of the TV well I sit in front of the TV and we eat and before you know it you've eaten like a whole candy bar you've eaten a whole bag of chips or something where did that get you you know, get your, get your life together, get yourself healthy, start eating fruits and vegetables and, um, making sure that you are drinking enough water and staying hydrated. A lot of people don't drink water. Water is my beverage of choice. And I've been criticized for that before. It's like, well, I don't care if you don't like water, but that's what I drink and yeah, water costs money, but it's a whole lot cheaper than soda. Soda is just chemicals. So, um, but that, that's what I talk about. I talked about stepping stones today, that stepping stones are the um, process towards your success. You have, to, you have to sometimes go through the ugly parts in order to get to the good parts or the challenging parts in order to get to the good parts. So, um, I, f- I, find that really important. Um, I, like I said, I write be amazing posts, but I don't write them to see how many people like them or comment or anything. I write them basically for me and I put them out there and it inspires people and they say, I love it. It's great. And that's technically why I wrote my book. Be amazing. Powerful results are just a leap away. And my other book, which I absolutely love it's It's very dear to my heart. Um, both of them are, but pulling it all together for a healthier you. We are the most obese people in the world as Americans. Like 68% of us are grossly obese. That's a lot of big people, and I fight that all the time. I'm not very, I'm not really thin, but I'm not really big. I'm like in between. But to get in between at my age is hard. I used to go on the seafood and eat it plan where you see food and you eat it. That?
5: <laughs> That's awesome, yes.
9: <laughs> have you tried that one? It's a great one. I love it. But let me tell you, it is easy to get on, but it is harder than hell to get off. You know, I'm on the gerbil wheel, and I keep seeing myself on this gerbil wheel. Marilyn, get off this gerbil wheel. I can justify eating a, you know, a dark chocolate candy bar. And, you know, I try to eat one piece, and if I'm not cognizant about what I'm doing, i'll eat the whole barn before i know it this is not good so the seafood in any people say you eat a lot of seafood it's like no when i see food i eat it I, I i you know i eat stuff that i'm not supposed to and i know it so i don't do that anymore because i know what it does but i can say you know i've had this or i've had that you know when my allergist said well you can't have this this and this and i said why don't you cut off my right arm that's all my fun food he says well you can take a chore you're gonna eat it and get sick have allergies whatever or you can feel good about it, about yourself, and go on and find a better way to do it. You know, I said to my son about a little over a year and a half ago, I said to him, he lives out in Long Beach, California, and I said, Donnie, this eating plan is so hard. You know what he said to me? In his infinite wisdom, he said, Mom, it is not an eating plan. It is a lifestyle change. Get used to it. Those words turn my whole mind process around. It's amazing what something what words from somebody, especially your son, will say to you that get you going, that get you rocking and rolling. And I guess that's why I put those be amazing posts out there because I want people to be rocking and rolling. I want people to move. I want people to be the best they can be. I want them to be the best ever that they can be. Put out your best foot forward. Somebody on Facebook put out one day, she was going on a oh, like a vegetable a plant-based diet, okay? So I guess she was going to be a vegetarian. And she said one day, she said, I failed. I failed today. And I said to her on Facebook, I said, you're not getting graded on this. You didn't fail. You made it through the day. So you ate something you probably didn't, shouldn't, shouldn't have eaten in your opinion. Just tomorrow start all over again. She said, Marilyn, you make me feel so better. Like you think you're the only one that goes through this? No, and we all think that we're the only people that go through this stuff. We are not. We're not. You have an eating problem? There's a gajillion people out there. In fact, when you think that your day is the worst day you're ever having, go look outside. Because I guarantee you there is somebody else that has, is having a much worse day than you. Well,
5: Dr. Marilyn, day. Dr. Marilyn, as we wrap up here with you, how do we get a hold of you online, websites, everything?
9: Okay, you can catch me. I'll even give you my phone number. My phone number is 804-350-0034. That is, again, it's my cell phone. So text me, tell me who you are. So when you call, I have your phone number. Or if, like when James called me, I didn't answer right away because I didn't recognize the phone number. I'm sorry about that, James. My num- phone number is 804 804- three five zero 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 three four or you can email me at top priority llc at gmail.com that's top priority llc at gmail.com top priority is spelled T O P P R I O R I T Y L L C. T O P P R I O R I T Y. LLC. My email. My websites are www.thebookbeamazing.com. Um, that's www.thebookbeamazing.com. com. And my, I have two websites. The other one is www. healthylivingwithmarilyn. That's associated with my youtube channel that i have on hiatus right now which is healthy living with Marilyn living um i have a youtube channel called healthy living with Marilyn living we did 58 shows in 15 months last year over a little well, over a year
5: well, well dr Marilyn, we've got to we've got to go my friend but i will be in touch because i definitely want to have you back um have yourself a wonderful you. day doctor have yourself a wonderful day
9: you do the same james and be amazing
5: And that wraps it up here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com.
2: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
3: No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.